What, what up? up? Hey, guys. What up? What's going on? And what up was too serious. Long was time. Super serious. It's been a long time. Welcome back to All Tea No Shade, the podcast where we are serving tea without the shade. Ooh. Like we always do. So pull up a seat and let's start sipping. You guys ready for who am I? Man. I think we are ready. I'm on a roll, ain't I? Tony has actually been on a super duper roll lately. What's your score right now, Tony? 6'4". 6'4". 6'4". Okay, that's like my ideal height in a man. Wow. When you piss me off, I will be (laughs) 6'5". Yours and every other woman out there. Ooh, Jesus, take the lead. Yeah, but Tony been on a roll lately. Got a three-game win streak going on. Damn, it's been so long since you've won, Jay. So So long? The last two. Super. No, not me. I haven't won the last two. Me? Won. Yeah. Won. yeah. Oh, oh, you said him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. He's been taking the L for a long little bit right now. I think. I know. I think one I just blurted out before him. He had it, but I just got it. So I thought you loved Tony. He's trying to share his win with you. <laughs> sharing, that's so, brotherly love. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. No win. All right. Getting on today's person is. Oh gosh. Forty-six years old. Oh. Maryland native. Current mm. resident of Cali, though. Maryland native. For real. No. I'm about to say. Has uh. three kids, one of them being a stepchild. I don't know anybody from Maryland. Um, so I'm already lost. Three kids, one of them being and a stepchild. One's a stepchild. Mm-hmm. They were on a ton of shows like The Bill Cosby Show, Different World. Bill Cosby? No. Uh-huh. Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. Now you just threw me. Um, Bill Cosby. Female. Yes. Felicia Rashad. No. Oh, I love Felicia Rashad. I it's know. not Felicia Rashad. Oh, it's not oh, Jasmine Guy. Better. Neither. It's um. She wasn't on Bill Cosby, was she? The dark skinned so. chick. I don't know her name. Rudy Huxtable. What's her name? No. Oh. No. But what is her name? Rudy's a little younger than us. Yeah. Oh, she's forty six. You said. Um. Damn. God damn it. You know, she had the low cut. At the live at the live show, an audience member beat us to this, so right. we kind of struggled. Yes, you guys have not Some won more in hints. a long time, Some more actually. Hints. Shout okay. out to George. Was also in um, Menace to Society, mm. Nutty Professor. Regina King? No, but I love Regina King, and she is in everything. Like, everything. Damn. Is yeah, a famous family, is, is married to someone who's also very, very famous. Lisa Bonet? No. No, she's dark skinned. Oh, I forget her damn name. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly she don't know. She had a short cut. She wore a short cut, like the Tony Braxton cut, right or wrong. <laughs> no. I yeah, at some point. I, I just don't know her name. I know what it is. Uh uh-uh, uh, you gotta. Eat she was in. She she lives in Cali. She's from Maryland. She was like the big sister in a different world. She was like the oldest one out of all of them. Jaleesa? Yes. No. No. No, you were so com- you felt so he confident. Was I was. Shit, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> you felt so confident. We don't about that. we don't know. We don't, I don't know. know. All right, wait. There's more. So okay. three of her two of her children are, are famous in their own right, partly mm. based on their family. So their entire family, with the exception of maybe the stepchild, is famous. I was gonna say Tracy Ellie Ross, but no. She ain't um, Mom, Jada Pickett. Yeah. Ah, yeah. damn, dog. God damn it. She was in. Um, she got a she stepchild. Was, she was in Bill Cosby. Yeah. Well, she had a child. Yeah. She probably did a scene on Bill she Cosby. Had a well, you know, Will, Will Smith. Yeah, had Will a had a son. Yeah, he had a child before they oh, together. That. Okay. Oh, she was keep... in. She was in the Cosby Show. Yeah. Yeah, she did an episode or two. But not a regular. I'm, made me think she I'm was an everyday character. I'm back in the winning column. That's gold. Go. Hey, it's so been a while. God damn. All right, guys. So let, do we have any listener shout out today, Tony? No, we don't. Damn, <laughs> we got no listener wow. shout out. You know what? That's yes. How you feeling? Let's um, do a shout out to um, Gerard Dowdery. Shout yeah, out. shout out. That's what's up? All right. So how's everyone's week? How you doing, guys? I've been good. This week was fun for me. Um, Why has it been fun? He said that with a little grin on well, his face. Um, smirk. A little. It was fun, but aggravating at the same time. Shout oh, out, shit. Shout out two day music video. So it's, hey. it was pretty fun. Who is it a local artist? Uh, he's from Sarasota. Uh, he goes okay. by DFU. And the name of the song is, I believe it's called Get Down on the Flow. Or either just Get Down. Get, get Down on the Flow. So it's like a little booty popping club song. But uh, it was a cool shoot. It was fun. A lot of fun. 
I wish I could have been a part of it. How come you didn't let me be a part of it, though? I'm sorry. I wasn't doing the casting. I could have been the dude in the back <laughs> holding a couple, couple bottles. You, you would have enjoyed yourself, too. Oh, my God. You showed me a little clip of it. Well, I was about to say, I was like, we booty. see the little clip. Out of booty. Booty was popping. How was your week, Jay? My week has been pretty super fantastic, actually. Good couple of dates this week. Uh-oh. Hey. So with, the, with the pretty young thing that I talked about, the live Team. live um, podcast show we did. Hey. Working out for you. You know what though? I said that last month with somebody else. Yeah. This is true. And it just went downhill. Mm. But it's been a good week. How has your week been now? My week has been good. Recovery? Oh my God, I can't catch a break. I've just been so hard working. It's been crazy. It's I feel like every day has been crazy since I got back. Every day, every day, every day. I be hustling, y'all. All right, so let's go ahead and move into the main topic. What is the main topic? Do you know what the main topic is today, guys? Tell us the main topic. Of course we know, we're always prepared. Always prepared. It is microaggressions. Microaggressions. Micro now, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. When you asked us, or asked us in the group chat if I wanted to do microaggressions, I had to kind of look it up at first. You did not Google it. I did, too. It. I was Both like, I wanted I to did. make sure. I mean, I kind of had an idea, but I wanted to make sure. Then, and I didn't want to come on here and stop talking about something that was... Then I just broke it up. I broke the words up. Then I said, like, okay, I know what it is. <laughs> but yes, microaggressions. So... Definitely excited to talk about it. So microaggressions for you guys, you listeners, if you don't know, they're everyday verbal, nonverbal, and environmental slights, snubs, or insults, whether intentional or unintentional, which communicate hostile, derogatory, or negative messages to target persons based solely upon their marginalized group membership. Damn, she just read the whole definition yeah, verbatim. Yes, I wanted you guys to know what the hell it was. You better know after that. Y'all can't be Googling and listening at the same time. Yeah, don't be, <laughs> don't be like Tony and I. Yeah. All right, so top three. So what's one of yours, Jay? Top three? Well. I got plenty. My, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got, a, I actually have more than three as well. So I, wow. took, I took a lot of notes down for this episode. Um, off the top of my head, though, I would say one that definitely, definitely bothers me. And I get it all the time. Oh, I'm ready for it. Is... You are so articulate. Mm. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> when they look at you in shock and surprise and you're awe. So, you're so articulate. Yeah. I'm like, what do you expect me to be? Right. What do you think I'm going to be? What do you think I'm going to sound like? You know, like I, so many people have done that in just regular conversation and they don't think anything's wrong with it. Right. You know, I would never walk up to them and be like, so articulate. <laughs> I mean, they're watching so from articulate. afar. Or I wouldn't say, you know, you so well put together. <laughs> so that would be my top one that, that I've heard throughout my entire life because yeah. I've, I grew up, my mom, so ex librarian, she always just Ooh. loved words and always just taught grandma, us to be. Grandma yeah, person, right? and so I didn't grow up really talking slang. I didn't, I grew gotcha. up talking proper and. And sometimes people think that black people only sound a certain way. Yeah, right. I think they. I think literally for so long people have been using like music videos where people are yeah. like, "What up, yo?" Mm -hmm. As like their only, you know, look into the black culture. You got to remember there are people in America who never met a black person before. Isn't that? It's insane. That's crazy. That's weird. But it's true. Yeah. And. There's, I mean, I've met a few actually in the airports. They'll look at you like crazy. <laughs> right. Even when I went to China, they were like, "I can see it amazed. in China, though." That I, I can, I can hear, I can see that. Yeah, but so yeah, people just look at them. They hear this <laughs> in these music videos, and they think that's who we are. Right. Or they see the they see the movies, and they see that exactly. the typecast of the certain black the character. Of yeah. The world. You know, and so or the boys in hood too. Which is an amazing Favorite. movie. Come on, John, bring us back. John so Singleton. Good. They've been doing about a lot of re. Um, what do they call remakes. those? Remakes. I remakes. wonder if they're gonna remake Boys in the Hood. They can't. Man. I they don't cannot. Want they can't. They can't touch that. I would love them to don't. reboot it. Like you know That's how like, Spike Lee's doing that. Do the right thing. Oh, he is he doing? He's bringing that really? back. It's a Netflix already. Really. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know like that. Karate Kid. Like, you should have brought oh, that back. Oh, not do the right thing. What's the other one? She's got to have it. Oh. Boom. There we go. I don't know that one. She's got to have it. You don't remember the movie She's Got to Have It? Yeah, I don't remember that one. I know what I just year? watched something with the girl. It sounded like it was made in 2000. No, what's the one no, he just did? No, it was made by Spike Lee. The one back he just the did, day. the remake. What that? She She's Got to Have It. Oh, okay. Hmm. It was pretty good. The one the woman was like very sexual. And, mm -hmm. Okay. 
Yeah. So what? What's your? What's one of yours? You said you got a lot of them. I do. One of those kind of compliments, Jay's. We'll go ahead and move on from that. Um, <laughs> well, could we all as a black person? You probably have heard that if you are a person who has it. And it's not even so much the, the what they say, it's how they say it. It's a lot, the look of shock and awe. Like, yeah. oh my God, you speak so well. Yeah. Like, it's like, uh, okay. Well, like it's <laughs> right. the most annoying sound ever in life. And what they don't realize though is like, we have two different ways of talking, right? We have our professional voice right. yes. when we're like, around certain demographics. How are you? <laughs> yeah. Right. And then we round our homeboys and our homegirls. What it do? What up, son? Exactly. It's two different ver- vernaculars right. that we have. Yes. You know, I, no one, not do job interviews, can understand for whether I'm black or white. Right. Because when I talk on the phone, my first, my, first, my real name is Jared. Right. So they don't know if I'm yeah. what that is. <laughs> you know. So yeah. That's a really good one. He has a jewelry store. <laughs> I rather I rather be that than Jared the Subway guy. Oh, oh yeah. My God. Him wrist broke. <laughs> I can't say you for him. I mean, besides that, he's a molester. Yeah, child right, molester. that's what I'm saying. He liked the little boys. All right. Yeah. All right, so one of mine's is, and this is just like a black woman microaggression, but people assuming I have fake hair. Ew. Yeah. You know, I, I, never, really, I never really thought that, though. I never thought I was actually puzzled a couple of times when oh, I first met you. My first of all, just the assumption that it is fake hair. People will just assume. So right. then somebody and this is actually like I get it from everyone. White people, black people, but mostly no, I would say black people are just are worse actually. <laughs> but um but yeah, no, they'll be like, Oh yeah, what kind of wig kind of make is that? Or like and they'll be like, That ain't your real hair, girl, stop playing. <laughs> right. Or and they try to go reaching for the tracks. Yeah. I've I've had my Hold hair. on, it reached for the tracks. Yes. I ain't, put their hands I ain't never touched a black I woman hair unless I was had, doing something. It's always black women or black men. Mm. White people aren't that crazy. But like, you touch her hair. They, they go in and they just touch, they just like, you can tell they're searching for the tracks. Wow. Red flag. Yes. It's very weird. Oh, man. I honestly stop even caring about whether the woman's hair is real or not. Because right. I remember when it, we went saw wearing weave. It's like that was the, that was the thing. Like, is, is that her hair? You know, it's like, how do you feel about weave and fake hair? But everyone, everyone has it now, even wigs. So I don't yeah. even care. Long, long as I, long as you tell me up front, so I'm not surprised. Right. At, you know, when some stuff down. you could just tell just on the the quality. <laughs> If it's a bad like, week, I cannot yeah. stand a two dollar lace front. Ooh. Like that, like, <laughs> you can front, see it, so. dog. Like invest in yourself, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not about that. What about you, Tony? What's the micro? Mine is uh, this comes from everybody. Uh, my race. I always oh. get asked, "What am I?" Because you don't really look like a black boy. You look <laughs> like a Mexican. That, but I get the Dominican a lot. Like, people think I'm Dominican, right? Oh, people swear I'm Dominican, right? And I get that from. All races, not not just black people, not white. Is I I can walk into a Spanish store and they da 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 da. da. No, no, bitch, I, I want that, I want chicken. I want chicken. I don't want the uh, pollo, whatever you just said. I want chicken. <laughs> especially, especially if you got a cigar here on the corner. Oh right. my god, yes. I can, I can see. No, let me put a fedora on, and then it's over. Yeah, I can see that. Actually, now that I'm like looking at you, thinking <laughs> of that, I totally see you as a Dominican. Okay, we're gonna get rid of L off the show. But that's definitely. <laughs> oh, you're so rude. That's definitely a microaggression because it's. it's it's like why why can't I be and black people and I? people come like like they know what that I am Dominican they yeah. come at me that way they don't oh, yeah. be, be cautious or nothing about it no and then they look at you crazy right. when you're like no they'll right. be like no but you're no like no nah, nigga I grew up on Forty Three Hillsboro I am black would y'all consider <laughs> um what do you mix with the microaggression oh no that's I what that. I get too. Yeah, like, what do you mix with? Right, I, like, get, I, I get that as well. Mixed with human. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and the worst part of that is, like, to kind I don't get that, but expound. I can see. What's that? I said the. No, say it. What do you say? I couldn't hear you. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the other one I get is I get this from women all the time. Uh oh. Who does your eyebrows? Ooh. Nobody oh my does God, my your fucking eyebrows. eyebrows. are really good, that, though. I get real offended by that. I do not do. I think that's, like, the most. Unless you really need that done, I just I cannot sit back done. in a chair and let somebody wax my eyes or whatever they do to it. I just, no, I don't. When I I just got my beard done um, a couple of days ago, and um, there was a couple of guys in the chair, and they were getting their eyebrows done. A lot of Spanish guys do. I think it's a, just, and it's uh, a Puerto like Rican barber. Right, right. I mean, um, barbershop I go to called yeah. Fade Masters. And and I just think they're just I don't know in that area they're more hairier than the normal person. I, mean, I, I got I thick know. eyebrows too, but I ain't never had them. I'm not had finna them done. Arch them and all that mess, man. But it's no. So when people ask y'all, 
what do you mix with doesn't bother you you just kind of brush it off it'll almost be not even that it'll start off with like what are you what are you and you're like black and yeah then the oh no but what else and it's like they're <laughs> it's not, like uh, something else. Nothing else. Yeah, uh, they're, get, not ask, they're not asked. They're not. They're not asked. They're telling you you're mixed with something right. else. Like no, yeah. but what, what else? I'm like black. Right. I'm like yeah, girl. But what else? No, I'm black. Indian. Right. I'm mixed with Indian. And yes. No. I am mixed a little bit. So, but I get so cared because from my father's side. Negro, you light skin. We know right. you mix with something. But I, I'm, I'm so accustomed to just being around my my mother's side, who is everybody's. We 100 black over there. So I'm, I, I forget. Yeah. That I'm Italian and black <laughs> sometimes. So that's it. Another microaggression that I definitely cannot stand, I get hit with my for all the time, is being followed around in the store. Ooh. Like, that's one that people automatically assume that you're a criminal when you right. walk in the store as a black man. Not all the time. All I right. So for, for the white listeners out there, I know that all of you do not do that. But as a, as a, I can't speak for black women, I would assume that it's probably very similar as a black man that you walk into those stores all of a sudden that store clerk goes from being by, from behind the, store, the desk to being somewhere in your vicinity right. clocking you uh, hurry up like and buy nobody's business <laughs> hurry up and buy <laughs> I can't like the other day I went to go buy a cigar I'm trying to be like Tony so I went to the ABC store and they had a cigar room in there so and I walked in and I walked to the store back to the cigar room not even two minutes folly yeah He's standing right next to the cigar room. They say no words. Doing some some stock some stocking. Mm. I didn't say anything. I just looked yeah. at him. You know, and I just It's so rude. Yeah. But people think we make that up, but it's like No, it's true. It's true. Right. You know, I end up obviously I end up buying, but that could actually turn someone off from not buying. They actually I, can I've lose done money. That. They lose right. clients or customers by doing that. Right. At least when you come in there, at least make conversation. When yeah. you just quiet, bro, <laughs> I'm not finna buy shit. Now I'm finna fuck with you. Yeah. I'm gonna grab a couple things and then and move them around <laughs> on you and then walk out. I definitely get that. I don't I don't think I get it to the same extent that maybe a man does, but I've definitely been followed around a store. Like yeah. you go into like jewelry store into or certain high end luxury item like stores, I'll have people who are just they seem to follow you room to room and you're like, Really? Like mm. what is happening right now? Right. It's 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 frustrating, and you know maybe other maybe other races get followed around in, in the store as well. But that's definitely one that bothers me. Y'all another one now? Another microaggression, Tony? Uh no, nah, those my, those are my two being followed and actually about my race and eyebrows type stuff. So. Yeah, one of mine was always assuming being mixed. I always mm. get the, are you mixed? What you mix with? Or thinking I'm Dominican as well. Maybe, I, I know I got, I got hit with this one before. Um, maybe y'all haven't. But I'm more black than you. What? Yes. <laughs> yes, I've got hit with that before. I get my that white friends to so say, much. Oh, well, I got it from a white friend too, who, who dresses. Did they mean it? Oh, he was dead ass. Oh shit, he was oh, dead ass. I don't, I don't heard it. As a joke I had to look at him like, bro, you could never be more black, than right? Me. Wow. But they say that because they, again, how you carry yourself, how right. they think you should carry yourself as a black person. It's well, like, okay, well, I'm more black than you. Cause I'm, I'm, no. I'm ghetto. I'm, right. I'm, you and, know. and they put emphasis on everything. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like. You know, me and you trying to portray with gay, we just we're over the top with it, yeah. and that's the same yeah. thing I see when a when a white person does that. We used to call them wiggers back oh, in the day. Oh my god, we called them here in Tampa. We called them Brandon ass niggas. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> because, yeah, because growing niggas. up in, in my era, Brandon area, y'all familiar with Brandon area? Yeah, that was like the rich uppity side back really? back in like the eighties, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you if a black kid moved. Out there, they were rich, you know what mm. I mean. So, and they were real lame to us, as far as mm. being like a street suburban type kid or whatever. So, Brandon, ass niggas. <laughs> you never got hit with that L, never ever. Mm-mm. I've got um, some microaggressions at work. So I was Ooh, got yeah. a few Twitter or tweets. I don't really get too many at work. I don't really, I don't really talk to too many people at work in general. I kind of stay in my own little pocket of the world. Is so. somebody being over over supervised? Is that like an aggression? Like they, I mean, it can be an aggression if they if they look if they look at you or think think that you can't do the job because they think black people are lazy. Right, right. That could be a microaggression, mm-hmm. but not just because they micromanage. It just maybe or if they assume like every time something black or ethnic or 
urban comes up, they look for you to be to the, answer the question. Answer the <laughs> right, question. I don't been there. That is definitely a microaggression. Right. I don't been sure. there. It's definitely a microaggression. Right. You're like, you have to be the spokesperson for right. all, all black, black people. Right. Yes. Like I don't know all black people, motherfucker. Right. Right. I used to hate that in school because like. I would be in classes and that would be like one of the few black be me like one other girl who was black mm. and anytime something about anything that dealt with black people came up everybody's hand, head would swivel towards us and of course we sat next to each other so it would just be like focused on us I'm like right. what's that song that that's such and such scene right. I'm like uh, I, don't, I don't got the well, one you know, where you gotta know it or you gotta know every rap song like, yeah. you don't know that Tony where can I get some oxtails Uh, (laughs) I don't got that one what about microaggressions in regards to classism for example the people who are the me too people like when someone is poor living in poverty or living check to check that person is you know they'll say like I had to cut out going to the gym because I couldn't afford to pay for my dinner and the person I'm talking to is like oh you know what me too I had to get rid of my maid the other day because you know what I mean so classism is a a microaggression people always feel like they need to try to relate to you because of whatever reason Uh. just just listen sometimes right. and just be a part of the conversation and try to be empathetic to the person's situation like you don't have to always say me like right. me too stop yeah. comparing your life to my life. my life if you are rich or if you are comfortable everyone's not like that yeah. you know and it's just it's not it's not genuine you're not genuinely no. relating right. you're just trying to force my scenario as your scenario so as a false way to relate so have y'all ever told someone that you were struggling financially with well, I can't put this. Have you ever had anyone tell you that your struggle is not real? You know, like say you have a financial issue going on and they basically say, hey, that's not that's not legit. That's not a real. You're not struggling because my struggle is like this. Yeah, it's the, the me too words, but to the other extent than the one we were talking about. But, you know, not the rich, but the, oh, no, my struggle is real. Like people right. act like. I don't know. Sometimes I think we either we glorify good life, but we also glorify the like bad life too. The struggle, like, oh, you think I'm you struggling? I'm struggling too. I got a baby, daddy craziness, (laughs) and my child is on crack, and we don't know about struggle. My struggle's been struggling. I've been in that situation not just not too long ago. Now I don't know if I was being. I don't know if you want to call it a microaggression or whatever we saying, but um, <laughs> shut up, L. They'll be laughing at me all damn day. Oh my god, <laughs> Ashley. Um, so but like, I want to go meet up with a. I'm gonna say a friend. A friend, right? And they was actually stressing out about she their their issues or whatever. So what I did was told him my problems <laughs> to make him feel better. Mm. But I didn't come at him as a like in a negative way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I still so, think it's a microaggression. Right, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. You say you still think it is a microaggression? Yeah, because microaggression so? isn't it's not it's not just being you know it's not necessarily always intentional. Yes, that's, right. that's true. Because okay. most microaggressions, like the ones that we know about, like can I touch your hair or oh my god, like what do you mix with, right? Like they're, the people who are saying it, they're not intentionally trying to be mean or right. trying to dish you. That's just, they're just not conscious, you know? They're gotcha. not woke. So, mm. yeah, I would say that was the microaggression mm. that you did on him. And so, that, I mean, that kind of goes with the next question I was going to ask y'all because I don't, I don't agree or I don't think that everyone who says a microaggression is a racist or it's a sexist. And right. I think, like El just said, I think in most cases, people are really just joking or unaware of the undertones attached to what they've just said. Mm-hmm. So with that said, have any, Tony just said he, he has. So have, El, have you ever said something to someone that are microaggressive? For for example, I know I've said to women, like, oh gosh, is it that, is it that time of the month? Because you're acting crazy. Ooh. Oh, wow. Right. Like, but jokingly right but that's a microaggression but you tried it yeah that's a, you tried your but, life <laughs> but who, ha, who has never said that yeah I don't say it. <laughs> I've never said that you've never said it to another woman no like girl you're acting crazy like what's going on is that time I, of the month first of all I know better than to say to a PMSing woman that she act you know how you make somebody crazy act crazier say they crazy watch how they act like right. are you serious I would never and it basically saying that is saying that a woman in that moment can't have feelings, emotions without being PMSing. Right. So it's a microaggression. Yeah. So have you? How about yourself? Uh, Tony already it. said something. Like I've said it. What? What microaggression have you said to other people? Have I've said to other people? Yes. Hmm. Come on now, you ain't innocent. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not innocent. I'm definitely <laughs> done. It. I just can't think of a particular instance. 
you ain't never said men only think with their dicks. Uh. Yeah, that's a microaggression. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's still it's true. No. Oh, no. It's all coming back. No, now. no. It's all coming back <laughs> to me now. You ain't never said men can't hear the word no. You ain't never said men are womanizers, man whores, or man, man sluts. Yes, but I actually think that applies to every gender. I'm an equal opportunity. But you said it. But you said it. It's microaggressor. A, it's a, it's a micro- <laughs> I'm an equal, equal opportunity microaggressor. aggressor. We're just making up new stuff. Put that in the urban dictionary. Uh, boom. Quite, I mean, that's a good. But that's a good segue. Like, I mean, why don't we hear about more microaggressions against men? Other than race, you really hear a discussion around the insults that men deal with. Is always like towards women, and granted, granted, like women probably deal with a hell of a lot right. more microaggression from men towards women. But why don't we have that that conversation? It's always towards misogyny, and not uh, what's the opposite word for misogyny? Misandry, which okay. is the, which is the hatred for men. There mm. you go. So why don't we have that conversation? Like, well, I men don't. Deal with I it? don't necessarily think we don't have that conversation. Like when you think of the most like prevalent microaggressions that we always talk about is a, a black man, especially walking down the street, and then somebody clutching their purse or somebody mm-hmm. going on the other side of the road. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. I mean, that's, that's one of the most commonly spoken about microaggressions is how we have you know told men they need to be super strong and masculine, but then we kind of act scared mm-hmm. when we're around them because even though we tell them to be ultra masculine. We don't like it, and it's a it's impact necessarily. What about the typical one when uh, a guy trying to holler at a girl and she don't want a number? Oh, you stuck up bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I like you anyways. I've heard that one too. That that's the most common one for in the hood. All right, what else? Is that all the microaggressions we no, have? No, microaggressions. I saw one um, earlier this week, and I wish I had the time. You know how you always be like, I got the time today. I, I got like, the... Don't let me say I, I got wish time a motherfucker today. would. That needs to be your slogan. I got I time got today. I got the time today. Let me tell today. you, when I see I wish Jay a motherfucker would. on social media, the minute I see I got time today, I already I've been good know lately, though. I've been about good. to be... I've he's been about good. to read them to filth, you guys. <laughs> he goes lately. all the way in. He just got out of bail. He better chill out. Okay. I know. I, know. I was in jail, Facebook jail. But that was my okay. It was my fault. But that's all good. Mm. Well, I mean, if y'all, if any of the listeners are actually dealing with any kind of microaggressions, don't always. Um, I would say don't always take it so personal. But maybe have a conversation with the person who said it to help them understand the the racial undertones or the sexual. Or the sex undertones attached with it so that they can understand and do better. Because sometimes you don't know better until you do better. Yeah, but there's like, so a common microaggression against women is is when they assume that what a woman wears indicates her like... Oh yeah, her lifestyle. Her lifestyle. There Mm. was some post, I guess the other day, it was like, dress... If you're a woman, you need to dress appropriate and respectful because what you a man's never gonna wife you pretty much if you mm. dress, I guess, inappropriately. But I'm like, that's assuming the person's character is a hoe. Yeah, right. based on their Ooh, outside, <laughs> their exterior. Yeah. So that's a huge micro. Slut shaming. Yeah, slut shaming. Yeah, I mean, mostly right though. <laughs> no, they're not. So what are you saying? I'm saying so when. Don't my aggression. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> he just microaggressed right now. <laughs> what about um this is my last one. This is one I said I told you I had a few, but this one was I don't see color when I see you. First of all, <laughs> like that like, can't get me telling, in my black bro, girl feelings. Like, what are you talking about? Like I need you to see me. Right. Yes. I need you to see my color. Don't try to act like you don't right. see it because I guarantee right. Did you, color you see you see color. <laughs> when my you describe somebody impacts me. Absolutely. It is integral to me. You can't not see it. It is a defining factor of my life yeah. and its choices and the road that I'm yeah. driving through. Like, and they want it. And granted, we know that they're saying it in a way that they're trying to be genuine and saying, yeah. "Hey, look, I'm not a racist yeah, person." That's all. That's basically what it is. Like, I don't see color, but you need to see. You can see our color and still not be a racist. Yeah. yeah. Like you just don't say that. Like it's not what you say to a person of color because you're basically saying that who I am is non-existent. Like, you you only see white. Mm-hmm. What color do you see? Right. You see in something. Yeah. You know? So, I've gotten that before. So, that's a microaggression that I definitely that don't like. a huge microaggression that will totally trigger me, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, trigger the hell out of me. That is terrible. All right. 
What's up? What's Anyone next? Else? That's what it. I right. think Tony's good. I think I'm, I'm good. good. Well, I have some tweets. Okay, Let's read them all. Tweets. All right. So here are some tweets about microaggression at work. So it goes, me, makes a suggestion of meeting, silence, a white, says same exact thing I just did, whole room, ah. Mm. So basically taking credit. Right. For so, the same thing. Same exact. Have you guys ever had that experience where you have actually said something or done something first, but someone who is of, you know, of more favorable race yeah, to uh, some people um, got the credit for it? Yeah, I don't want to go into the story, but mo- the people that's more superior, they do that. They shoot your shot, uh, shoot down. If, if you said it first, mm-hmm. shoot it down, and then, you know, in a meeting or something, uh, they'll bring it up and they get all the holy praise for it. So. That sucks. Yeah, I don't know if that's I've been in that situation several times. Yeah, I don't know if it's ever happened to me where that person took credit for my for my work in that moment. I mean, I, I have been in a situation where um, I was working under a, a supervisor or a manager. I was the assistant fitness director. He was the fitness director. And he undermined me. Ew. And like he made it seem like I wasn't doing my job, but I was doing my job and his and job. Is, right? And I actually ended up getting demoted because of him. Oh wow! Yeah, and so and I, and I and the crazy thing is, I told my my general manager at the time. I said, "Look, these things that this man is saying, I'm doing. I'm not doing. Like, I'm this is what I'm doing, and you need to be aware of it." But she was not. She didn't want to hear it. Uh-huh. So I got I got demoted, and not even three months later, they fired him. Wow! And asked me to come back as the assistant manager. But so, so yeah, I've been in that situation, but not necessarily for, someone uh, taking credit. Of, I would ask for my paper. Oh, uh, oh, my yeah, money definitely yeah. went up. <laughs> For sure. All I was about the money I lost for the months you demoted yeah. me. I need that, that part, money back, all yo. that back pay. Um, here's another one. So I'm five feet tall, 90 pounds, former cheerleader. I was told that I'm intimidating and off-putting by a colleague on third day. Hashtag black women at work. Five feet, 90 pounds? Five feet tall, 90 pounds. Wow. And what was the rest of it? That she was told she was inti- intimidating and off-putting. You know, I've heard a lot about um, black women getting that, getting told that they are intimidating in, in work environment. It is the... Especially if you are moving up, up the oh, ladder. Oh, forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's the most common... It's the most common microaggression I get would say about black women is if you at all stand up for yourself, then you are heralded as like the black antagonist, like mm-hmm. ghetto queen. So you have to speak softer and do more. You know the angry, the angry black woman. The angry black woman, and, and the worst part about that is we get it from all fronts. We get it from black men. We get it from men in period. We get it from women. We get it all around. Hmm. The angry black woman, that is the worst microaggression <laughs> or the most. Common. Hey, I had yeah. to. I had to. I won't name the company because I'm not trying to go down that road. But I actually had to cut my beard to really? work for this one company because it said it was intimidating. Wow. It was like, uh, so black men are intimidating because I have a beard. I can't right. sell personal training because of that. Like, what's, now, what's good? I know a similar story. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to say the company name is, is UPS. So mm-hmm. what can Brown okay. do for you? Right. <laughs> and, so much. I'm going to say here in this so city, much. they so was having much. problems with people with dreadlocks. Uh, I used to have my dreads. I know. Right. So they wouldn't, you know, they saying neighbor was complaining and all that type stuff. But I'm wondering, is it a, a region type thing or mm. just that person, those people in that, that facility? Because you go to another state, Atlanta, mm-hmm. and your drivers are what? They have gold teeth mm-hmm. and dreads. So, like, why why isn't it, why isn't it worldwide yeah. or policy versus? Um, I definitely think dreads are frowned upon in a, a lot of environments, right. um, especially in corporate America. They are definitely frowned upon, which is unfortunate because we should be able to wear our hair naturally however we want and right. still be considered to do the job well. Exactly. It's so funny because I wonder if how much of that idea, ideology of dreads being bad is based off of like movies you know oh, because you know yeah. back in the day like every, if somebody was dreads they were smoking they were Bob Marley you yeah. know they smoked like a, a freaking ton a day you know mm-hmm. and they were lazy and islandish and womanizer yeah. it's like I wonder how much of that influence is you know unconsciously being pushed down through management well they say uh, dreads is, it represents to bring fear and what I mean by that is like the, uh, the dreads is like the lion Mm-hmm. They, they're main that, yeah, okay. to, to scare off the uh, the other prey, the animals or whatever you want to say. And I think the other people are looking at that as the same way. You know what I mean? 
I mean, I know so many. I know so many men who literally could not get any jobs after graduating college who had because dreads. Of the dreads, right? And the moment they cut their dreads, got a job. They got a job. Yeah, right. And like I know and many. Yes. Yeah, definitely Michael Gretchen on against hair. Even women, women coming into an office. With an afro, oh yeah, get looked at crazy. The good, the good thing is though that it has been a huge, at least in my perspective, it's been a huge change of perspective on black people's natural hair, right. especially for women. Right. And it's, I think it's more accepted today than it has ever been in right. any place in time. I don't know, though, because I feel like these things happen um, over and over and over again because like, it's like fashion, like bell bottoms. They come in and out. Because remember in the 70s, like everybody had huge afros. There That's was true. a wave. That's true, too. We had That's this whole too. natural wave already, like right. not yeah. that long ago, actually, That's, right. where That's everybody true. was all about, you know, being natural and the froze. That's true. That's very true. That's a good point. Same exact thing that's going on now. But something happened, though. Something happened where it went from that to being more to, European. Yeah, I, right. I, I don't you know? know what shifted. But now that I feel like the ship is coming back, though. I, I, I definitely see way more women with natural hair t- today than the last four or five oh, years. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's gotten more popular, definitely. So yeah. I, want, I hope it lasts. Me be smart, black women. I hope it lasts because and literally man. relaxer is so terrible for you. I had a perm once. That's why you don't got no hair now. <laughs> yeah, I, had a, I had one too. I had a part. My hair was to the middle of my back. Yo, I had, I had the I bone had thug, the hummy yeah, perm yeah. head down here, oh the cone God, roll. Oh my God, I cannot. First of all, I need to see a picture <laughs> of me. I'm going to miss everybody. Oh, she was your light skin stuff? Oh my God. Yeah, I, was, I was called busy bone. Yeah, I had to I had, I had let him go though. Yeah, buddy. Mother Nature was not having it anymore. Uh, Any more tweets, y'all? Okay, here's another one. Just because I'm Mexican doesn't mean I should be the automatic first choice for the role of Dora the Explorer. Oh, I saw that. In oh, the high school skit. Mm. That's rude. Yeah, that's that's just rude. That's, that's, but that's almost like, again, expecting black people to know all black trivia. Yeah. You know, so that was a good one. One more. All right. This girl sitting next to me moves to sit closer to someone she's talking to, and this white guy whispers loudly that she moved because I, quote unquote, smell like rice. Oh, she was Chinese, Asian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is just rude. I was reading somewhere, and I'm probably guilty of this. I'm not very, um, I don't do well understanding Asian culture. You know, understanding the difference between Chinese, and Japanese, Korean, Korean mm-hmm. you know, Vietnamese. So good. And so I'm pretty sure our microaggression is saying, "What are like? What's your what? Are, are you Chinese? Right? Are you, yeah. you know what Same I mean? Same like, thing with Puerto Rican and Mexican. Yeah, when we mix them up sometimes. I do. So we're all guilty of it. We're not mm-hmm. saying just white people are guilty. Of it. We're all guilty of microaggression. Okay. I have done a microaggression. That we already know of. you have. Well, I mean, hello. Right. But one that I can just think of is like going and saying that the Chinese food. I mean, dog or cat. Right. That would that definitely be a microaggression. Huge one. That'd be some good cat, though. Lassie's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> if it is cat, I'm going to keep eating it. Actually, I haven't had Chinese food in a long time. Right. But, yeah. I'm going to do better, though. I'm going to I try to be more conscious of um, what I say out of my mouth. I do, too. Because yeah. I was just telling this young lady I was on a date with, I was like, I, I talk a little slow sometimes. Cause I'm, I'm thinking process, yeah. right, before I put it out. Because once you're out there, you can't take, you it, can't back, take it back. You know? Yeah. So, I'm trying to do better with my microaggressions. So hopefully, mm-hmm. you... Listeners, you sippers out there are listening will do better with your microaggressions as well. And the thing that's really important, I think, about that is because you, once you're conscious of the fact that you're doing microaggressions all day, every day, I think what it should help you do is be more compassionate or empathetic to those who are doing microaggressions. So I still get annoyed when people ask to touch my hair or, you know, ask me, you know, what what, what you mix with. Do people ask you, can they touch your boobs? Yes, women white women. Right. <laughs> white women do? Oh, did God, I just yes. do a microaggression? Because I just knew it was white women. Yeah, yeah you did. You did. Know, <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, so moving on to what's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? This what's is gonna, wrong? Oh, this so is what's a, wrong with, with him, Tony? This is a good one because uh, I know everybody got some feedback on this, especially Uh-oh. my brother to my right. He already oh, knows. Oh, man. shit. Hold what's on. wrong with Kanye you West, are, y'all? <laughs> Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. This could be a whole episode. Are you it, sure you want to go there? We, we're going to go there. Go. Okay. Kanye West uh, goes for, you know, he's taking a lot of heat right now for, uh, for uh, saying that slavery was a choice. Now, me personally, 
I got what he was saying when he said it. It was just how he said it, I believe. Mm-hmm. And as far as him hanging with Trump and doing meetings with Trump. Oh, my God. <laughs> and saying that he's a good person. I'm just he's, listening uh, right and now. He wants to, huh? I'm just listening. Go okay. Ahead. I know. I know. Because I, I really want you to go in on this. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I couldn't wait today. Let's just go ahead and skip all the BS. <laughs> Where everybody know that he was hanging out with Trump and then he's trying to preach. To, uh, he's trying to get Trump to spit out the love and all this type of stuff so let's have it brother jay <laughs> i i look kanye delivered his thoughts incorrectly right yes exactly right. he has admitted to not being the type of person who who worries about the political ramifications of what he says he's authentic to himself he speaks what's on his mind i applaud the brother for living his true version of himself. He doesn't care what anyone thinks about him. And there's so many people out there that do not live authentically. They don't they don't express their emotions. They don't apologize for the shit they do. And they don't they don't speak up. So Kanye, what he said about slavery being a choice, it was it was bad. He shouldn't say it that way. Right. But if you listen to the entire context or the entire video of that he did the interview he did with Charlemagne. To me, as an Aquarius, it makes complete sense. Complete sense. But I'm gonna let L go in before I keep right. continuing to go. But I don't, I, I don't think anything's wrong with Kanye. He, he definitely. Did you watch the Charlemagne interview? No, I did not see the Charlemagne interview. Charlemagne God asked him. He he said, why you know why did you spend time with Trump? And he said, was that part of your mental breakdown? Because Kanye admitted that he had a mental breakdown in the interview. But Kanye said, you know what? I'm not going to blame that on my mental breakdown. He said, I'm going to own, I'm going to own it. He said, but I'm basically trying to influence this guy in a positive way. He said, why can't I be friends with Trump? Because I don't agree with him. Right? So I don't have a problem with him being friends with Trump. Like, we all have friends that we don't, who hang with other people that we don't like. So... Yeah. L, go ahead. Loosen up shoulders. <clears throat> well, she said she was done with Kanye. Well, I'm going. I am absolutely done. He's no longer invited <laughs> to the cookout. He could not come to my cookout. Uh, I have traded him for for who? Somebody, yeah. and well, not anybody, but somebody. Um, Ellen DeGeneres. Not Ellen no. DeGeneres. <laughs> who was the um at the comedian at the um White House correspondence? Michelle mm-hmm. something. I don't yes, know, her. She was hilarious. I will trade. I'm trading Kanye for her. Mm. Um, but why? Because why? Okay. The man said slavery is a choice. But even like regardless, Tell- regardless, he's freaking crazy. He's out of his mind. But why? not in the he's sense not- that he's like has a mental disorder. But he he did have a mental disorder. He did have. He a still mental does. Disorder. Yeah. Was, everybody <laughs> has a mental disorder of some of some some type, right? But I just think Kanye don't care about black people. Yes, he does. I think, absolutely. I absolutely does. don't think he cares about black people anymore. Kanye- I don't think Kanye is. Uh, I listen. I 100% applaud him for being authentic. That's great that you're being your true self. However, the true part of you is the asshole that I don't want to support. And that's why I never cared for Kanye. This before people keep saying because his mother died is what making him be all this this stuff. I saw that way before then when he was on. Uh, this is what I did like about him though. <laughs> he was on Punk. Mm. And uh, Ashton Kutcher, I think it was. They played the uh, <laughs> whatever his name is. Ashton Kutcher. Anyway. Mm. They played a prank on him on a music video shoot where they had like the feds come take all their footage. Kanye, his crazy ass, <laughs> was not having it. Yeah. Trying to fight the feds. Wow. Took his footage and it was in the desert too. I don't know what it was at. Arizona somewhere. Just running. And they just laughing their ass off. But I just always thought Kanye was a little, a little, a little off with Fodian. And this Trump thing, I I also looked at it as a um they got a new album coming out, so I looked at it as a, as a, as a move, and for, I'm going bang that shit, and for sales. And I looked at because when you go, when y'all look at Kanye concerts, I know he's African American, but 70, 80 percent of the crowd is white. But that's any hip hop artist these days, though. Any, any. Mm. So, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, I'm good. So, you said that Kanye does not like black people, does not support black people. Kanye is the only, I'm gonna say the only hip hop artist, but in most of Kanye's albums. 
He's telling black people to think for themselves. He's telling you about the prison system. Get out the prison system. He's telling you to get your own business. He's telling you to go out and create in the black community. He's in Chicago. Oh, pick me, pick me, pick me. Kanye mm. supports black people. Let me ask you this. Ooh, do you support do you support R. Kelly? Ooh, hell to no. Do you, do you no. support Nas? No. So you don't you don't support any 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 white beaters out there that help in, in the music industry? Not that I know of. That you know of. No. What about um the 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 cheaters? The, the cheaters out there that in the in the industry. You don't support them either? Jay Z cheated. Jay Z. He cheated. It's a more I'm just naming right. Jay Z. He Has cheated. Been redeemed. How? So you don't think Kanye the, he went to the Lord in we don't prayer. Know. He might Kanye have. cheated. <laughs> he he went to the Lord in prayer. I just think people pick and choose what works for their perspective. It's like you can't. How, how can you say you're done with Kanye off of one bad opinion that he says? I don't think it's one bad opinion. Kanye's had a history of terrible life decisions, right. like that whole thing with Taylor Swift. He he gave him. The literally the stereotype of angry black man. He literally like I was like, how was can mean I be for like a year stereotypical for <laughs> black, black angry black man? Oh, let me do this. No, I'm gonna do something better. I got you. Like it was terrible. He's been acting poorly for a very long time. I always thought he was ignorant from day one, and I and I, I, don't, I, don't I also I loved Kanye back in the day, and you can't tell me he hasn't changed. Like his whole listen, everybody but changes. People everybody change. changes, but everybody's evolution is not good. I feel like it's been great though. And so I I love it. The, the older his album is, is the higher chance so or higher probability nah. that I like it. The black community, I believe, definitely is done with Kanye. Like we say, Steve Harvey, we brought him back to the to the brother's side. Nah. He wouldn't hang out with nah. Trump. Nah. <laughs> they nah. brought him back. They letting Kanye drown. Nah. They not. Why do you say nah to Steve Harvey when Kanye is literally out there on Twitter like in love with Trump? Right. No, I'm not. I'm saying nah that Steve Harvey's not back. Like not for me. I no, you're not. But most of the black community. But I didn't stop liking Steve well, Harvey because of Trump. I never liked Steve Harvey, right? From the jump. Dang. And that's how I feel about friend. Kanye. Yeah, I mean Kanye is obviously not going to be for everyone, and right. I don't agree with what he said. But I do agree that everyone has the right to free expression Absolutely. and to be able to express themselves and their opinions without the huge ridicule or throwing people away. Like I'm not always going to agree with your opinion. I'm not right. going to go agree with your opinion. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say some bad shit too. You he, can't throw me away because of that. He, but he one of the ones that he needs to think before he speaks. Like he'll say some shit Absolutely. like that. Absolutely, I can. And, and then I agree now you got to go home and clean it up, and then come in an interview. And that's why I don't have respect for that. I don't have that. You got to go home and think about. He's a tantrum. He throws a and tantrum. try to you know justify it. And I don't I don't I don't agree with Kanye it, so. needs a lot of love. He needs he needs he's one of those people who needs words of affirmation. I, I see hmm. it in all his interviews. That when he's sitting there talking like this in a recent interview, you can tell that he's, and he even said, he said, man, just tell me you love me. Like, I need, he's, I'm, I be in my feelings. Like, he, he says that. There's a lot of people out there, like, just like Kanye, who we probably all know, who constantly need words of affirmation in order to feel good about themselves. I'm not saying it's right. Brother needs help. And hopefully he gets help. But the good right. thing is he talked about mental health. He talked about right. the mental depression. I mean, depression and all that stuff. So, And, and I hate talking about anybody that, that I, I see that has mental health. But. I hate the assumption, though. I hate the assumption that if you what assumption? are acting, I will say I applaud him for being his authentic self and to, for being strong in the sense that he has an unpopular opinion and he's still sharing it with this whole Trump business. But then I hate the idea that because somebody has an unpopular opinion that we automatically, as a society, say that they're being crazy. We, we now say that he's I a hate mental that. condition. And I feel like we do but it he, all the time. But he literally, like... No, in the Trump yeah. main interview, he said that he had a breakdown, but, you know, he is obviously aware of that breakdown. So I'm assuming right. he's having... He's with a psychiatrist or a, psych, a psychologist. Well, he's in the interview, he said he doesn't necessarily believe in going to a psychiatrist but he, he said he does better with his family his friends people in his circle mm. he said he gets on the phone he talks to them he said it could be 45 minutes two hours he said he but he, he leave them Kardashians alone get out why do people that's a microaggression get out too. what's that <laughs> that the woman that's proven history is, is automatically <laughs> the problem the problem they've been causing problems in a lot of their relationships yeah <laughs> they're but, always in the headlines what, a, what they are uh, what the opposite sex 
Right, but that's because that, the men they choose whole, and just have issues. I their guess. whole life yeah. is their whole job is being famous for living. Yeah, and so who they date in their breakups are always going to be huge. Like you can't blame somebody's poor performance at work on their significant other. Y'all got to hear Snoop's uh, rant on. I didn't Kanye. Saw, I saw it's, it. He goes in, bro. It's pretty good. My last thing <laughs> I'm gonna say about Kanye is like Kanye also, to me is also a family man that we always talk about. Black men don't support their family, but Kanye married married his first love, had kids, take care of his kids. His first love. I ain't gonna say first love. Maybe not first prior love, to he no. But he married her. And he still I just, married to I just her really hope he's genuine about this this movement about the love thing and changing Trump and all that stuff. Which you know Trump ain't for us. We we can say that we can all Canceled. agree on that. But, but if you go if you go be that guy that can step out there and and actually start that change because you know people look at you know Martin Luther King or Malcolm X weird too when they first stepped out on something like that. So if he's truly genuine about that, the people the people who have unpopular opinions are always ridiculed and always yeah. look, look frowned upon until they. Until they become famous, I get ridiculed on my beliefs, on my thoughts, right. when I blog from people. Don't don't let me do a post about religion or God oh, or man. whatnot. I I get shitted on all the time. But what they don't know is behind the scenes, I got people emailing me, texting me, saying, "Yo, I feel the exact right. same way you do." But they don't speak up because they always get shut down. They're yeah. afraid. So again. I just feel like everyone has the right to, to to express themselves. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. So, yeah, that's what's wrong with him, Kanye. My only issue was the uh, the slavery comment, uh, saying that it was a choice. But and you didn't like him. You don't like him. I know. I never did like Kanye. Yeah. I never did like him. So, what's your ish? What's your ish? What's, what's your, your ish? ish? All right. What's your ish, Tony? My ish is T-Vana Craft Ice Tea. They have this craft tea. You, Never had it. It is like the most refreshing, crisp, refreshing tea <laughs> I ever had in my life. And that's this one flavor I like. It's called pineapple berry blue. Oh, that which is like good. That sounds pretty good. That sounds like just sugar in the cup, honey. Sh- it super is sugar. Like, a lot of sugar. Yes. And it's only like it's only like 90 calories. Oh, wow. So it's like the sugar is like so really low. Yeah. Right. But it is an awesome drink especially when you hot it don't even matter when you cold or hot it just they do have good. some good tea though right and uh i bought it all just because they didn't have nothing i just bought the tea then next thing you know i'm buying it like every day now so where are they located though here in tampa only in the mall right in the i see them in the mall, mall but um they always saw them in the, mall. the craft iced tea i'm talking about is actually sold like in your local 7-eleven oh, oh okay oh. interesting yep. i'll have to check it out my ish this week is people who feed people wait uh, huh People who feed people. Shout out to all you people <laughs> who feed people. Oh, nice. gosh. I have not gone grocery shopping <laughs> since I got back from my trip. She's been bumming on y'all. Oh, uh, my. Like, I've had, like, girlfriends just bring me casseroles. <laughs> like, literally, like a casserole. I was so shocked and amazed. Like a whole plate? Yeah, whole like plate, a whole, whole tray? Like, a little mini casserole that she oh, made. Wow. It was delicious, uh. too. I've just had like gone out with a group of friends, like, come here. I'm like, no, I'm good. I they're just like, girl, I know you ain't eating. Feed people. (laughs) So people who feed people. My mama was in town. Mm. She treated me to a very nice steak dinner. Mm. Shout out to my mama. So I only got one friend who does that. That's Lori. She she feed anybody, but um what's up? Yeah, so my ish is people. Yes, Tony! (laughs) Tony just brought me (laughs) chicken. But Tony, she been there for two weeks. People, people been feeding her. She ain't invited us over for nothing. Right, uh, nothing. I got like I gotta make it last. Not a text. Oh, some hey. uh, some steak from Mama House. Uh, <laughs> she took. She was here, so she took me to dinner. Uh, so what's your ish? What's your ish, Jay? My ish, I, and I kind of talked about it a little bit vaguely at the um, All Tea No Shade live podcast that we did a few weeks ago. Hey. Hey. Uh, that was amazing. That went really, really well. So like 3, good. 3,000 views. How many views? Like over 3,000. Hey. Balling. In a weekend. Oh my gosh. So at, at the um, live show, I was talking about this um, shea butter that I got hey, in this package. Yeah. Love shea butter. But I didn't talk about how it came. So my ish this week is the Dapper Black Box. Oh, yeah. So the Dapper Black Box is a subscription service that is for. I guess it could be for women too, but it's designed for the Dapper Man, and it's they will send you three to four items in this Dapper Box that 
comes from another black owner or another black business. Nice. So the guy who owns Dapper Black Box is a black guy, and so he gets products from other black companies. So you are actually helping three to four other black companies nice. um, with the product. It's like $25 a month. Um, I just got my next package um, today, and it had like a a cuff link in it. It had a, a suit. Um, what do you call the little... The, um, I know what you're talking about. Like, like napkin. Napkin, thing, right? yeah. What those things called? And uh, another bow tie. And a bow tie. Oh, I love bow ties. I don't really know how to... I don't even own a bow tie. That's my first mm. bow That's tie. That's exciting. I feel like you're a bow tie man. We're going to find out. I'm trying oh. to be a little more dapper in 2018. Hey, I like it. So, yeah. So, dapper black box. You can actually type it in on, online, dapperblackbox.com. You will find it, subscribe to it, support it. That's my ish. That's nice. a good ish. I wish they had like a female version for that. Maybe. All right, so let's get on to the advice piece. You guys ready for this? Dun, dun, dun. I think so. Dr. J, Dr. Toe to the Knee, and Dr. L with the advice. We are actually not doctors. We are not doctors. Don't believe that <laughs> shit. But I did sleep at a Holiday Inn last night. I hate him so much. Okay. All right. So I've been with my man for four years. We're not married, but we do live together with our two-year-old daughter. He's a good man and a great father. We mutually agreed that we don't want marriage at this time. I love him, but he's gained a bunch of weight since we met. I've gained weight as well, especially when we had our daughter, but I've lost that weight and some. I go to the gym at least three days a week and I walk a couple of miles every day. I've tried to get him to at least come walk with me, but he rarely does. He's done it maybe four or five times over the last couple of years. He won't change his eating either, which is very frustrating. Mm. He helps out around the house and spends a lot of time with our daughter, so I do appreciate him. It's just his stomach has gotten so big, I stopped enjoying sex while with him a while ago. It's very mm. uncomfortable, and he's grown a pair of man breasts, which I hate. Not the man boobs. I'm tired of faking headaches and making up excuses not to have sex. I told him the weight was an issue, so he's well aware, but no changes. Mm. I stuck around all this time, hoping he'll start again working out but it's been almost two years and it hasn't been um hasn't happened yet i'm starting mm. to think he never will he's a good man and and, a fa- and he's the father of my child so it's been hard what should i do should i leave him mm. Mm. That, that is super mm. tough all right so for me i can't speak for all people and all all men but barring medical reasons a person gaining a substantial amount of weight is a deal breaker for me. Right. And so just like this this woman has said she's already made it aware made him aware that's the issue. He's not willing to change his eating. He's not really willing to exercise, really. So he's happy where he is. Mm-hmm. But she's not physically attracted to him. Right. And so we all know that physical uh, attraction is important in a relationship, especially to to sustain it. And they're not having sex. Come on, eventually she's gonna end up going off she doing she, yeah. and cheating and doing something bad. And so, I, I, if I were you, I would definitely give him a stern conversation to look. If this doesn't change, we we got to go our separate ways. Right. You just said everything I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that is very tough. It's tough. It's, it's, and it's super tough when you got kids involved. Like you don't right because um, she's saying he's a good man. Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to think of ways to try to bribe him to start working out. But it's it's nothing. If if he has to want it, that's that's what I'm saying. Like you, he has to want it, and you got to threaten his life pretty much. <laughs> Look, move. But the, the good. Uh, I'm not gonna say a good thing about it. They're not married yet, so you no, know they are like, married, right? No, they're not. No, married. They're oh, okay. Not no, they're okay. not married yet. Okay. So her walking away after is multiple times of expressing herself. Yeah, it shouldn't be. A, it shouldn't be. A, I ain't gonna say it's hard, but it's gonna be hard. But I think it should do it. Walk away. Yeah. If yeah. it's not gonna happen. I don't know. I believe in marriage a little bit. I mean, I don't think it's always perfect to think. But then I married. Oh, they're not married. They're I keep not thinking married. they're married because they've been together. Right. Oh, well, then yeah, they're still. If you're not married, you ain't put that ring on that finger, and she's agreed, and y'all walked in the aisle, then her for better or worse, yeah, they, they that, made that commitment. They made that vow commitment. <laughs> so the worst is here. She can dip if she so chose, but I would think mm. if he's a good man and he still 
they're still a family because they have a child together that she needs to try to be more vocal i think she needs to come right out and say i'm not attracted to you like yeah because she said she's faking it yeah she's faking it so you i think she just needs to come right out if it's you're already thinking about leaving him Mm -hmm. i think that's way too early i think that's not the first step the first step is actually being honest you're telling him that he's gained weight and you want him to to lose weight is much different than saying, hey, you've gained so much weight, I'm not attracted to you anymore. Like, did, she say, did she say how long they've been together? In the, uh, four years. Yeah. Four years and they have a two-year-old daughter. They've been together for four right. years and so, they ain't married? Let me, and let me reiterate no, what I, mean, I said about the... Um, oh. When I said threaten his oh. life, I didn't mean kill him. I meant like show him some type <laughs> of health let's video. Cl- let's clarify and talk about that. like heart attacks and all that type stuff is oh, what, I, what I'm saying. Thanks like, for that clarity. Right, yeah, because yeah. I didn't mean threaten his life like that, no. It's, it's, that's hard, man. Like I just know that I wouldn't want to... You got to talk to him. You know, if I... Right. Would, I try to put, place myself in that situation and if it was me... I would definitely be, would have had these conversations with with my woman. It's like, baby, like, what can I do? Like, what? I'm not physically attracted to you right now. I love you, right. but something has to change because I'm frustrated. I'll buy him a membership yeah. and see if he uses it. You know what I mean? Well, he won't even go walking with her. So, well, if she invests her money into something, maybe that might at least spark you something. You need to get him on a hobby, girl. You need to get him with some boys who like but to play basketball. He got to get himself there, though. No, also I'm saying like, but hobbies are the best way to get people who are fit, who don't like to work. It also out depends on what type of job active. job he works too. If he's doing like some probably manual labor type stuff, he probably don't want to come home and go working out. Yeah, but he's probably not doing manual labor to have yeah, gained be, that much weight. Yeah, he probably sits behind a desk or something, eats a lot. Yeah. But at the end of the day, sweetie, you definitely have the right to leave him if he's not willing to to make those changes. He has, and you can't you can't force anyone to change. Like you can't yeah. force them to do it. They he absolutely has to want to do it. That way, he does not blame you for making all these changes. Because I've been in a situation where, um someone I was dating ended up quitting quit smoking because they thought that's what I I would I, that's what I wanted I said look I'm not telling you to quit smoking I'm just telling you I don't date smokers right and so if you want to be with me if you want to date me that that's something that's going to have to change I said so she ended up quitting later on a few months later in the conversation just random talking and she was like yeah you know because you know I've made all these changes for you I was like mm. what what changes have what did I what changes did I make you do? And that was the one thing came out. I said, No, no, you you made that change for you, for yourself. I didn't make you do that. Yeah. Right. So in this situation with weight gain and weight let's be real. I mean, weight gain, you don't gain weight all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. Like it takes a little while to gain. It's not been that long. It's been four years for so for him to go to an acceptable belly to like for her to be pointing out the belly, it must be pretty substantial. So he's been packing it on. Yeah. So maybe you know if you if you're the main the main person who cooked the dinner in the household, maybe cook healthier. Yes. Try cook or healthier. If you're like if you're an eat out family, because that's more common nowadays. Where yeah. They eat out every single time. You need to be in charge of, of the takeout because there are definitely much healthier options instead of doing Chinese, do Vietnamese. Like. Mm-hmm. But know? it just sucks to be the, to be that person to have. To, to have to do them. all that, you know, but, on top yeah. of taking care of the kids. and mm. This is a problem because they have husband and wife type connections yeah. like with their child, but they're not husband and wife. Right. So, you know, if she was married with him, I think my advice would be a little bit more different. But she's not married, but she does have a family with him and that will impact their child for sure. I'm just trying to think how that would make me feel if my old lady leave me because I don't became... I tell you what's going. I tell you what's going to happen. He gonna be so pissed off. That he, he loses gonna, the weight. He loses the weight. Yes, and he starts working I out. I would, I would hope know so. A person I who guarantee did that. you. Some people might get that. Might be like a depression type state. You might not do nothing. Yeah, it's possible. Right. I just know after all my breakups, I get super, super fine. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you, you don't never be more snatched, more sexy like than after like, a oh, breakup. Oh, you want to break? You want to dump my ass? Watch this. Watch mm-hmm. this. Every day in the gym, I'm grinding. Right. Next time I see you in the streets, it's, 
Yes, actually crazy because I have a friend who like that happened with to them. Their girl broke up with them because they were they gained a hundred pounds. Wow, mm. it's so, so easy. That's a whole other person. Very significant, yeah. but it was like over like five or six years. So he was like gaining like fifteen pounds here, fifteen pounds there. But that's still mm. like a lot of weight. But Absolutely. Still, you know, when yeah. you it just wasn't drastic. But then yeah, he had gained like over a hundred pounds, and uh. she was like out. And then his butt, he went through a depression <laughs> for like six months where he didn't do anything. And, but then when he got out of that thing, I want to tell yeah. you, this man right. is swole. Yeah. He is ri- like right. ridiculously swole. And she, I don't know if he had like a best friend or something. Maybe she can talk to the best friend yeah. and get them on some type of plan or whatever. Because I know for me and, and a guy, when I do swing back into working out and everything, when you start seeing the results, mm-hmm. you just want to keep going. She just needs to be honest with him. A man's well, she, ego is so yeah. right because he wants to be attracted. He wants you to want to be attracted to him. Because like, if she really had that, if she says what she says in that in that letter, yeah, he's going to feel some type of way of his girl getting banged by somebody else, and he's going to talk. He's going to change. <laughs> yeah, get it. Talk to your man. Don't leave yet. But get ready to leave. Yeah, our, our advice is you need to be, stop faking it. Stop, you know, pretending like there's not a problem. You need to be communicating the seriousness to him because you, you leave him like this, then he's kind of unprepared. Yeah. That's not right. It's going to be a hard talk. And, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, whatever. All right. So, you guys, if you guys want to submit advice to us, we'd love it. So, it, we also love any feedback that you might have. Go ahead and hit us up at allteenoshadepodcast at gmail.com. Add us on our Facebook page. I mean, like us on our Facebook page, I should say. We are All Teen No Shade. On Instagram, we are All Teen No Shade Podcast. No spaces. And if you Follow want, us. Follow, follow, follow. Comment. If you want to go ahead and leave us a rant or a recording, go ahead and hit up our voicemail at 646-481-2368. That's 646-481-2368. Anything else, fellas? I don't have uh, nothing else. I'm, I'm glad to be back with all three of us, though. Hey. It's been oh, a while since we home, since we y'all. all been together recording, so I am... I'm excited. That's it. Yeah. I think the only thing that I have to say is thank you for everyone who came out to our live show. Absolutely. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. The vibe was so good. The audience participation was great. I'm so happy. So, like, it was amazing. Everybody got wristbands. Yes. (laughs) Tony was throwing them out. All right. So, thank you so much for everybody who who has supported us. Yes. Um, Shout out to George who snapped our pictures. George, yes, definitely. Chalette who helped us with the video. Yes, Irina, Marlo. Was yeah, Marina. Killing the drinks, Marlo. Wow, it was a good man. So y'all definitely get ready for another one. We gonna we gonna put it together for y'all. With that, this obsession is done. Holla. See you. Bye.